Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire, it's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. With Kenny Sargent. Paging Dr. Deucebag. Crash Gladys. Get in crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Coming off three. If you're able to tell yourself away from this special Sunday night football matchup between the Seattle Seahawks and Indianapolis Colts, thank you for doing that. Yeah, man. 15 to 10, Indianapolis up on Seattle. Doesn't matter. We got yourselves some champions in here tonight. Some winners, that is. Greg Anderson, NHRA Pro Stock winner from St. Louis, four-time NHRA Pro Stock champion. He's going to be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also coming up, his first big boy win for a young guy. 20-year-old Ben Rhodes, back and forth, back and forth, four wide. It was incredible. NASCAR Truck Series winner Ben Rhodes from Las Vegas will be joining us in here. And Crasher, did he celebrate at Chuck E. Cheese? Dude's 20 years old. That's what his Twitter account says. He can't go to the bars. Statman, if you're, if you're too young to, to gamble in Vegas to, and you're 20 years old, aren't you trying to work your way into... Uh, maybe a bar or two. Screw really how old you are, right? That's the only thing he needs to do is to get caught in a bar where he doesn't belong after he gets his <laughs> first win. That would that would go over real well with NASCAR. Oh. Well. Somebody should let him celebrate with something bubbly. You know, think about that, though, man. I... I mean, I understand that you're under, you're under the umbrella of a you know a billion dollar corporation. Damn, I don't know if I could I could do that. If I could be in Las Vegas, get me a NASCAR Truck Series win, and not try and and go into a bar okay, or but gamble you without. Okay, say that now at your age, and after many many visits to Vegas where you've had fun gambling, fun partying. Yeah. But his perspective of Vegas is also different than the three of us. So, or or many people listening. So. It, if he's never really gambled or never really done the clubs or any hotel bar in Vegas, then it doesn't matter. I was 29 the first time I went to Vegas, okay. and again, that's back again. That's back when you would hear the, the the noise of clink 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 when you actually heard silver hitting the trough of what we called back then one arm bandits. <laughs> You're admitting to dinosaurdom? No, it's not dinosaurdom. Crash. That's that was only about. Five six years ago when oh, they stopped no, that. Not. Yeah, it was. No, no, yeah, no, absolutely. No, not true. Yeah. Look it up. See what it was. I was in Vegas as well in the clink 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 phase, and that was the nineties. No, it was yes. not. Crasher. Yes. It. I, I'll bet you. Look it up. Stat when man did help us. when did it stop? When did they actually start taking the coin out of slot machines? It. You mean it stopped? They. You could still hear that when you go into a casino. Come on. No. I've heard it a lot. Maybe Where the I'm hell going are you to the going? wrong casinos. No, you hear you hear bells. You hear ding, 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 ding. But you don't hear clink, 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 clink. Yeah, you don't hear the coin hitting that trough or the bucket or whatever the hell it is. Find out when the hell it is. Regardless, Ben Rhodes is going to be in here, NASCAR Truck Series winner. He's going to be joining us here in the Freak Nation. Also coming up, Brian Sperber, the president of Phoenix Raceway, soon to be... ISM Raceway. Yeah, incredible. ISM Connect is now going to is now the entitlement, the title sponsor 
for Phoenix Raceway. And as of January 2018, it will be ISM Speed Raceway. ISM Raceway instead of Phoenix Raceway. And it's just almost unfathomable to me that all of these stadiums around the world, whether it's NFL or soccer, you name it. I mean, because obviously soccer is the biggest sport in the world. None of these stadiums really have been up to date with their Wi-Fi and with technology that all kids, all anybody wants to do is post pictures of themselves at a facility, get texts out to their friends on the other side of the stadium on whether they're going to meet at halftime. And finally, it takes a racetrack to actually be the first to do that for you. And there's there's facial recognition stuff that's going to come up with this new sponsorship. This track, you're going to be able to do more at this track than you have at any other concert or sporting venue ever in your life. It's going to be pretty cool. Statman, it's incredible that it's coming out of Phoenix and not Los Angeles or New York or a, another, one of the you know top four or five larger markets, but it's Phoenix that's the front runner for this technology. There have been NBA arenas that have said that they have the technology that was up to date for its day. Now, this may be new technology that's come online in the last five years. I think that something tells me that the, uh, a new arena that they built in Atlanta had uh, a lot of stuff. Uh, so I don't know if this is the first. Maybe it's the latest and the best, but I'm, I'm sure it's not the first well, I was at Super Bowl 50 at Levi Stadium, and whoa, is that a beautiful stadium. But still, I could not. we could not keep our cell phones charged, and we couldn't get tweets and, yeah. and social media posts up. All and right. it is the same at Mercedes-Benz We're Center going in to Atlanta. reset top of the hour for our affiliates coming in here, speaking of Atlanta, and get right back into some pit news and notes with the very own Crash Mahone Gladys coming up. Mahone. This is Mahone. <laughs> Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined the freaks. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to ContinentalTire.com to find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride. That's ContinentalTire.com. Welcome into our smooth affiliates around the country. Yes, like Kenny said, Atlanta, Boston, you name it. Let's get right into it with NASCAR Cup and Xfinity. They raced in Dover this weekend. It was Ryan Blaney taking the Xfinity win. Kyle Busch today steals the win over Chase Elliott. A little bit of controversy as to was it Chase's fault? Should Ryan Newman have let Chase actually have the win? Okay, whatever. We'll get into that later in the show. Out of the playoffs, though, some of the bigger news. By Ryan Newman, Austin Dillon, Casey Kane, and Kurt Busch. The Truck Series raced in Las Vegas this weekend. We will talk to winner Ben Rhodes coming up in the show. NHRA raced in wicked fast, cool temperatures, St. Louis. Your winners there, Steve Torrance and Top Fuel, Ron Caps and Funny Car. And yes, the Caps team, Don Schumacher Racing, wants to claim this is the month of October. Mm-hmm. Greg Anderson in Pro Stock and GT Tonglet in Motorcycles. Formula One. Crasher, race- let me do. I'm sorry, yes. my apologies. We need to welcome in our new affiliates. That's what I did for you. At Good the top job, of this. Crasher. Thank you very much. <laughs> Go right ahead. All right, Formula One raced in Malaysia. Max Verstappen, your winner there. And final news. Max. First, the first time in racing history, at least history that me and a couple other people tried to come up with, a race finished with zero winners. Zero. Zero. No cars left running at the end of the race. Okay, if you're an F1 fan, you know there was a loose drain cover that caused a large crash during Friday's F1 practice. A lot of repairs forced the postponement of Friday's F4 race. 
So they ran two F4 races back-to-back on Saturday. The first race, not a problem. By lap two of race two, cars began stopping on the track out of gas. Yeah, they fueled these cars for both races at once, and clearly they muffed up. No one finished the second race on Saturday. No one. Out of how many cars? Nine. Eight laps total. No one finished. They ended up declaring the race over after five laps, handing the win to Mr. Daniel Frost. Holy smokes. How do you do that? I don't know. How do you do that? Uh, I do know how you do this. Great, great press release from our friends at Chevy. Too bad I wasn't there to actually hear the presser with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dude said some things that tell me that not just me, but many NASCAR fans in general, we're going to miss Odell Jr. We'll share with you why. Coming up, Speed Freaks. Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and and superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com and get awesome. 
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Coming up, Brian Sperber, president of Phoenix Raceway. Some incredible technology coming to the Valley of the Sun that I guarantee uh, ain't too far off from a number of other NASCAR IndyCar tracks. He's going to be sharing that with us. Also, Ben Rhodes, first-time NASCAR Truck Series winner, running for the championship of the NASCAR Trucks. He's going to be joining us coming up in about 15 minutes. But first, Dale Earnhardt Jr. on Friday yeah, it was Friday in a press conference uh, after Dover practiced. Was Dale Earnhardt Jr., let me back up a second. It's, it's not as if this guy has really ever been one to hide his emotions, to hide his feelings. As he's gotten older and now, of course, it's inevitable that he's leaving NASCAR after this year. He's, he's pretty much an open book. And I alerted Crasher and stat man to this press conference that was put out there and they're just this guy is the face and has been the face for a dozen years of nascar and the things that were coming out of his mouth not weren't necessarily surprising it was just refreshing and i was trying to put other names that could be comparable to dale earnhardt and it's really tough to take a an nba player or an nfl player or a hockey player that had the significance that Dale Earnhardt did with NASCAR and anyone that really had specification and really anyone that had the personality of Dale Earnhardt Jr. And remember Dale Earnhardt Jr. Hasn't won a championship, but for 10 plus years, he's been the most popular driver. So it's significant that the things that he says can reverberate given the fact that he hasn't won a championship and the fact that he's not going to be around next year. To have that, I'm going to say it, social impact that he's had over this last uh, three or four months in NASCAR. Very personal about his life, about having kids. And it, it's not going to be that strange for him to not be in a race car. But when he does have kids, is it going to be strange that they're really not going to know that Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Be able to see what he did yeah. to make a living. Part of it, at least. Is there, Statman, is there a name in other professional sports that you could equate to Dale Earnhardt Jr.? Well, a lot of them. Uh, the, the swimmer, whose name just leaped out of my head, he keeps coming back to the Olympics so that his son can <laughs> see him uh, compete. You're talking about Michael Phelps? Michael Phelps, yeah, he's won all the gold medals. He was one of the best to ever do it. And uh, his son was born, and now he's getting old enough to kind of know, you know, daddy's out there. But there's some talk that he may even come back again uh, just to run one or two events so that he, he could let his son see what he does. I think probably what's going to happen for Dale Jr. is that he's going to be a bigger 
business success than he was ever on the racetrack. I think he's going to, with the help of Hendrick and and his own successes so far, I think he's going to have a lot more success. We may look at Dale in 15 years as, oh, yeah, he used to drive. And, wow, that sounds familiar, Roger Penske, Chip Ganassi, Rick Hendrick. Huh. Yeah, it's especially Ganassi. Ganassi, for crying out loud, raced at Indy. Uh, Penske never uh, got that far, but uh, Chip raced at Indy once. So, yeah, I mean, there's... That's one of the questions I used to ask him all the time, if he'd ever hire himself to be a driver. And he, first couple of times he laughed, but he got tired of answering it after a while. <laughs> I think that answer was no. One of the quotes from <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr. on spending more time with his family once he retires after the, this year, he says, I think I just never had the time. Me personally, and this isn't the way everyone is, but this is the way I am when I was racing full time for the last 20 years. I was negative toward doing anything else outside of racing. We know a number of drivers that, this is me pontificating, that feel the same way. Then he says, I wouldn't make time to be with my family. Amy's been a big influence on my life and changed me as a person in the way I think and see things. And I think has made me more compassionate, nicer, thoughtful person. And being out of the car, as well as last year for so much time, gave me a whole new perspective on life and what things are important and what things may not be so important. As we get older, you have these thoughts about, man, I really need to spend time with my brother or my nephew as the years go by. There will be a day where this will be difficult to do or impossible to do. I'm certainly more, and Amy pushes me in that direction. She pushed me to go bow fishing the other night. (laughs) She's like, you need to be with your boys, man. You need to be with your brother. So, again, I can't give Amy enough credit for how she has showed me a whole new perspective on life, and that definitely showed me. I'd enjoy it. Wow. I mean, he was the first one to speak out in regards to the peaceful protests. Uh, go ahead, Stat. Not only that, but he had some things to say about the concussion protocol yeah. when he right. was out when he was out recovering from his concussions. So I think he's I really think is uh, as a businessman and as a spokesperson and this just came to mind, and it's going to it's going to be knocked down. It might be the stupidest thing I've ever said, and there's a long list of those. <laughs> but but I think he he may even find some way to organize drivers uh, so that they have a voice. Uh, oh, because, that would be so cool. Yeah, I think I just have a lot more respect for him as a businessman and a success away from the track than uh, he experienced on the track. He also was asked, is there a reason you feel so comfortable speaking your mind when other drivers might not be? Dale Earnhardt Jr. said this, just always been pretty transparent. I don't always claim to be right, but I think in transparency, in conversation, and compassion, you could learn from others. Can I say that again? <laughs> but I think in transparency, in conversation, and compassion, you can learn from others. There's only one way to sort of do that. And as that's by communication and sharing. So I've always sort of been eager in a sense to know more and to learn more and to try to understand both sides. So I think that is where that comes from. Damn it. Like I said in that, my text to, to stat and crashes, I'm going to miss this too, man. Know. <laughs> you know what? Well, he's, he's not leaving. He is going to be doing TV. 
Jeff Gordon, I mean, clearly, as you see, he got Jeff Gordon got in a spat with Ryan Newman post-race today. Jeff Gordon's not in the car, but he was making waves and creating news today. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to be at the track. He's still going to be vocal. Hopefully, he is going to be coaching drivers into being better people, not just drivers. It's it's exciting, actually, to see where he's going to go and where he's going to take the sport. You know what I saw uh, that really brought a smile to my face was Jeff Gordon in the uh, Mercedes pits, in the Lewis Hamilton pits at um, not at Malaysia where they were today, but at Singapore. And he was there through the race and had several shots of him. I really, really think that some of these guys that have the ability to think beyond the checkered flag are going to have a lot of success away from the racetrack, and Dale is one of them. Yep. Freak Nation, if you want the full press release or the full presser, you can go to our Facebook page. And also on Twitter, we threw that out uh, Friday afternoon. But more more importantly, go to our Facebook page, and you can read the question and answer with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Coming up next, this 20-year-old, Ben Rhodes, got his first NASCAR truck race, did it four wide, four freaking trucks wide, at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And at one point, he was blocking Christopher Bell to the point where I thought, dude's going to get blasted. I ask him about it next. Speed Freaks Pits and Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. New race cars don't excite me too much, especially in a series based on spec formulas. But the new IndyCar revealed for testing last week at Sebring is actually essentially exciting. The 2018 Aero Kit has minimized the bat wing bric-a-brac hung on the cars after the Dan Weldon crash that was in Las Vegas six years ago this month. Four drivers tested the new design at Sebring, including new champion Joseph Newgarden. Four-time champion Scott Dixon was also there. Most said the car would take some learning to drive next season. There's less downforce in the new aero kit, so drivers will need to reach into their toolbox a little deeper. Racecraft will be more important, and that means the ability to pass will separate the good drivers from the bad. Less downforce will also put more importance on engineers and race setups. Again, that'll separate the good from the bad. Plus, the car's just beautiful. That alone is a giant step forward for IndyCar. Peace. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. So, Brian Sperber, president of Phoenix Raceway, take me back through this. With ISM Connect now becoming the, the entitlement of Phoenix Raceway, it sounds like this has been in the works for, what, 12, 14 months or so? Well, we've certainly been talking to them. And by the way, thanks for having me on, guys. Um, we've been talking with ISM for um, you know quite a bit. I think once we announced that we were doing the um, rebuild of the racetrack, and so, you know, as you know, um, we are basically – tearing everything apart other than the race surface and rebuilding a brand new motorsports and entertainment venue. And so when that news got out, um, you know, a lot of companies started to take a, uh, take a look at what we were doing and uh, how they could um, tap into this new project, you know, from a marketing standpoint. And ISM was, uh, you know, one of the companies that we talked to about the possibility of a, a big relationship with us and and um and then as those conversations began it um it started to materialize that the opportunity that really was a great fit for them and what they wanted to accomplish was the um the naming rights of the venue and so then from then it actually moved you know pretty quick and and that's not unusual you know i've been doing this a long time and i think when you've got a great fit um, you know, things just happen. Just they just take off, um, and it, 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 and often it gets done pretty quickly. And this was uh, this was the case with ISM. Brian Sperber, you just mentioned something that is extremely intriguing to me. Brian Sperber, of course, you're with Phoenix Raceway now in the process of being renamed ISM Raceway, but ISM Raceway 
from what you just said, I don't want people to pigeonhole this into just being a place for racing events because you said a motorsports and entertainment complex. Your technology that you're going to have, thanks to ISM Connect, is going to put you far and above a venue, far and above U of P Stadium, far and above Gila River, Gila River Arena, and far above Talking Stick. You can host better concerts with better social <laughs> media and digital access than anybody in this valley now, Correct. Well, you know, and I don't want to get into that part of things. You know, those guys do a great job, and those are great facilities. I will say this, that um, when we designed the bricks-and-mortar side of this project, we really had an eye towards making sure, first and foremost, that it's the best possible motor racing venue that we can create. And I think we've done that. I think we're hitting the marks. Um, I think everything from moving the start-finish line right into the dog leg, uh, which will create a ton of excitement, especially with restarts um, and being able to build the grandstand seats right there with vertical transportation, elevators, escalators, better quality grandstand seats, an amazing infield, all of that. Um, I think we're, we're, I think the fans are going to be absolutely ecstatic uh, come November 2018 when the project's completed. Um, but we also thought about, gosh, if we're building this type of a show place, um, you know, maybe we should think about what else we could host. And so that really gave rise to consideration of uh, what we're calling the wheelhouse, which is a multi-purpose venue that will be built in the midway. It will be adjacent to our bar and grill, uh, which was our new sports bar. Uh, that will actually be open in March. Um, the Curve Club is multi-purpose. Um, the, the whole midway, the way it's being built, um, you know, we can host a number of different types of events. Um, you, you may have already heard that uh, come March, we'll be the host of um, Tough Mudder. So we're starting to get into athletic events. Um, it's very, very likely that we will have a uh, multi-day music festival here in the very near future. Yes. Um, culinary events, you know, so there'll be, um, you know, in fact, I was in a meeting today. We were talking about, um, you know, what our calendar might look like. Um, in the coming years, and I, I think it's going to look very, very different than it looks today. So it'll be not just great racing, but it'll be great events. Brian Sperber, in a digital age, it seems strange that you're one of the few who's stepped out and tried to create an environment for customers to come in and take advantage of the fast-moving digital world. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that more people haven't stepped out and tried to create this environment for people to come in and use the digital world easily at your venue? Well, you, maybe we're lucky. I, you know, that's okay, too. We'll take the luck. Right. Um, uh, but I think, you know, the project coming to life this year, um, you know, was really great timing on our part. Um, and, and it wasn't necessarily intentional. It was just kind of the way the process unfolded. But, uh, gosh, you know, we're not uh, certainly going to turn down good fortune. And I think with the, um, the project coming along at the same time that uh, ISM was really launching its business and in terms of, you know, creating this 360 connectivity to consumers, um, and they were interested in racing, and they started, you know, having a relationship with um, with our parent company and looking at some, you know, projects at other racetracks that were much smaller. Um, the timing really worked to our benefit, and so they saw what we were doing on the bricks and mortar side, and and thought that uh, our partnership really could turn into something that would uh, be very complementary to the physical side of 
uh, what will now be ISM Raceway, and, and that is to create this 360 digital environment. So it really will be very unique in motor racing and in sports in general, and, and it may be the most unique venue in the in the world. I, I, I kind of cautious about saying that, but um, it, from what you know, we understand, and I think the plans that ISM uh, is planning to. Um, unfold here uh gosh you know i'm not aware of anything that's um that's as ambitious as what we're hoping to uh, to be able to accomplish in 2018 and beyond and i think the fans are going to be the big beneficiary of this because um you know let's face it the uh, the television product and radio product is so good for motor racing um that you know it's time i think for the live presentation to really step up its game Brian, this will easily be one of the real advanced locations for people to come. Tell us what fans will be able to do besides put their selfies up on Instagram. What else will they be able to do to take advantage of all the changes that you're making there in Phoenix? Sure, and I think it starts, you know, it starts with Wi-Fi, right? If you don't have Wi-Fi, not much else is going to work. No. Um, and so, you know, we we had a plan to have the the first um, Wi-Fi enabled motorsports venue, um, and then with the ISM relationship, they took a look at this and said, hey, you know what? We can take this up three notches. And so, you know, through their their relationships and our partnership, we're going to be able to really uh, ultra optimize our Wi-Fi. And so, our whole facility will be Wi-Fi enabled. Um, which will be terrific. And somebody told me the other day they believe that our our footprint for Wi-Fi might be the largest in the state, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, so it really starts with that great connectivity. And then, um, you know, ISM, I think, is probably known somewhat already for uh, their interactive video boards. And so, you know, ranging from the big uh, video boards inside the, um, inside the oval that might show the replays, uh, might show other content while you're sitting in your seat. Um, two video boards really throughout the entire venue that will be interactive to the individual consumers. And, you know, at the press conference, they had some set up, in, and, and it really it's kind of freaky stuff, to be honest, because uh, you walk up and it identifies uh, how old you are and what your mood is. And they were having it displayed. Now, you know, once it's deployed in, a, in an environment where there's consumers, I don't think it'll always be displayed. They'll be just capturing, <laughs> right. capturing that information to try to then deliver programming on that board that you might like. And, um, and so, you know, for me, it said I was much older and angry. And <laughs> like, wait a minute, I don't like that. And then it corrected itself, and then it was right on the money. But uh, it was, we had a good laugh about it. But, um, but, yeah, it's like some really interesting stuff. So when you walk up, they kind of know generally what's the kind of content you're interested in. Um, and they'll be able to display things like that um, from your smartphone uh, in the app that they're building. There's going to be all sorts of features that, um, that will be customized to you. Um, we're talking about, you know, today um, throughout the venue, we, when you have your earbuds in um, and you're locked onto our app, uh, there's going to be all sorts of programming that, um, depending on where you are um, physically in the property, uh, there could be, you know, historical updates. There could be updates from uh, different drivers. could be audio that's specific to, you know, that particular area of the racetrack. Um, just all sorts of things. And, you know, it's really almost a, li- it's a little intimidating when you start to have these conversations because it's such a whiteboard and things that you didn't think were possible suddenly are. Uh, you know, it's a little, it's a little, you're a little anxious about jumping into the deep end, but uh, we're we're going to close our eyes and uh, we're locked arms and arms, and we're going to go go for it. So, lots of things will be coming down the pike, and uh, I think our fans are going to be absolutely blown away come uh, 2018. Brian Sperber, president of Phoenix Raceway, and 
Stat, we were at the press conference, and that's for reals. You, it focuses in on your face. It pretty much gets your age right, but if oh, you're yes. but if you're frowning, it it says something like unhappy, and then you age. Like did it, it's the well, that adi- sort of technology is going to be around ISM Raceway. Let's just start saying it, yeah. and helping for brand awareness for sponsors. Like for instance, if they can detect that a bunch of people are moving to their new sports bar, that is also going to be a big feature of this redesign. Then they'll start putting a bunch of digital billboards up around that sports bar for whatever that age group is typically known to like. It's insane how they're going to do this. And with the, the, the mobile media that you're going to have at this racetrack at Phoenix Raceway, the way they're going to be able to zero in with spot checks, with specific, like Crash was talking about, whether it's at this bar, but specifically to your phone. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna find out what your likes and dislikes are. It, it, it can be kind of overwhelming if you really think about it. Big brother. Well, it sounds like it might be a little over, overwhelming. I think that biggest thing is going to happen when everybody tries to get through the pipeline all at one time. <laughs> That's true, because right now the technology, they're saying, of course, you're finally going to be able to upload your selfies, upload your tweets, because no no facility has allowed you to do that yet so far, but Phoenix Raceway is saying, we're going to be able to let you. <gasps> Let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that, yes, that technology right. does work. Yeah, it how frustrating has it been to be at a racetrack and you got a bitching shot of whatever it may be and okay you get home that night and it still hadn't gone out that's <laughs> right. i mean that's just a freaking problem and that's why what what they hope to do is eliminate that with uh, this at phoenix raceway and again again i guarantee that it's going to happen uh at many other tracks and i'd say other venues arenas football stadiums as well so All right, Freak Nation, coming up next, Ben Rhodes, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Las Vegas. He did something for the first time. We ask him about it next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Black hole sun, won't you come? Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. If the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe each time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas' unique formula fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you will find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And it's 100% guaranteed, so there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, 
Unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor-eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Coxville Blockers, the Albuquerque Chupacabras, and the Arizona Pricks? Yeah, we got your attention now, don't we? These aren't real sports teams, but they are some of the most creative and funny sports logo t-shirts from awesome sports logos. Each team has a history and a meaning behind it, like the Akron Rubbers, the Boston Accents, or the Cape Cod Scrod. And these t-shirts are awesome, made with the highest quality, 100% cotton available, and are just stupid soft. Grab your favorite city's t-shirt now at awesomesportslogos.com. That's awesomesportslogos.com, and get awesome. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night from Lucas Oil Studios. Follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. We're there for you on Facebook and the website, speedfreaks.tv. This segment brought to you by good friends at Continental Tire. You log on to continentaltire.com. To find the righteous rubber for your righteous ride, sports car, sedan, a truck, you go to CottonellTire.com. Ben Rhodes goes three wide to take the lead on his final restart. Holds off Christopher Bell, showing the size of his huevos between his legs in that truck. Ben Rhodes, your NASCAR Truck Series winner in Vegas last night. And Ben, incredible win for you. Not only is it your first win, but the ability to hold off Christopher Bell. I mean, you were doing everything short of pulling on the back of his hair. Oh, man, I had to, I was using, I told everybody else, I was using every play in my playbook to keep him behind me, and it was just incredible, the speed he had coming down the down the straightaway, out of the corners, uh, just drafting me the whole way, and so I, I was doing everything I could to try to break the draft, I was, I was a moving chicane on the straightaways, I was doing everything that I could possibly think of to try to slow him down and, and get the speed for me, uh, but man, that was, what a, what a crazy finish, I never thought that once the caution came out that we ha- would have the opportunity. And uh, I was actually going to restart fourth, and somebody pulled down into pit road in front of me. I was like, well, would you look at that, the line that I don't want. <laughs> it turned <laughs> out to work out great. So I, 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 you just never know what's going to happen in these truck races. Ben Rhodes, your NASCAR Truck Series winner from Las Vegas, joining Speed Freaks. Talk about that as a driver, though. When does it become too much if you're Christopher Bell? If, if Christopher Bell was doing that to you, Blocking your ass every, every which way possible. When does it become too much for a driver? I, don't, I think it's when you're when you're side by side is when it becomes too much because you you can get side by side and I actually stayed straight quite a few times you know on the straightaway and he he couldn't burst the air bubble you know the the bubble that kind of like forms behind the truck at those high speeds he couldn't he would get to my bumper right up to it and then when he pulled out you know he would kind of stall he he wasn't able to keep the speed going 
And, you know, I, I think if you if you were able to get right next to me and, and that's when I started shopping them, I think that would have been too much. You know, that's when that's when things start getting a little dirty. And uh, I, I think that's when uh, the gloves kind of come off, per se, and you can kind of do what you want at that point. Ben, how much of this was you? How much of this was your spotter? How much of this was just you using your rearview mirror to stay ahead of the crowd? I don't think anybody really understands, unless they're in that seat, the nuance of driving a stock car. Man, it was it was a total team effort for sure. Our our pit crew was on point all night long. We never lost a spot on pit road, and in fact, they they either picked up spots for me or we would come out first and we would go back out first i mean and not by just a little bit it wasn't a race off pit road we killed people off of pit road so i had an amazing picker my spotter um there was actually one point during the race where uh, i guess it was the end of the race really when it got really dark i still had a dark visor on my helmet and uh, i started lifting it up because i couldn't see anymore and it kept falling down and i was trying to figure out what to do and uh, that whole time i was distracted and i'm still trying to race at this time and my spotters, I mean, talking me through the whole thing, um, you know, what's going on around me, painting this beautiful picture, because I, I sure as heck couldn't see at the time. Ben, it's been a while since the Cup Series has put on a great show at Las Vegas, but it seems like the trucks always put on a good show there. Is it the aerodynamics of the truck? Is it the, uh, the, the configuration of the track? What is it that makes the trucks put on a better show at Las Vegas than the major leagues in the Cup Series? I would say it's it's aerodynamics. It's a little bit of both. I think that it's kind of the perfect storm, right? You have aerodynamics of the trucks that punch such a big hole in the air that you can't get away from your competition. So you may be able to make up a ton of time in the corners, but they draft right back to your bumper and they ride on you for the next corner. So you, you can't get away from your competition. But at the same time, uh, all the guys that are in this series you know, are very hungry. They're trying to prove themselves, and they're driving – with their tongues hanging out the side of their mouth every single lap. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. You know, we're, we're, we're all trying to prove ourselves in this series. And I feel like you can kind of make your name in the truck series. And, and the competition is super stiff. So, you know, winning here is, is a big deal. And a lot of times you'll have guys like Kyle Busch that will come down to race with us. And in and, and that case, if you can beat those guys, it really kind of shows that you're ready for the next level. Ben Rhodes, what is the next level for you? What are you trying to prove yourself? Well, you know, for me, I'm focused 100% on this championship right now. And, you know, if you look back a couple weeks ago, the championship picture was getting smaller and smaller at Chicago for me. We actually got into the playoffs on a tiebreaker. Um, and now that we're in the playoffs, we're guaranteed to go to the round of six, and we're ahead in points. So, I mean, we're we're looking really good for uh, for the championship four right now going into Homestead. Um, of course, there's a lot of racing going until then, but the momentum is on our side. We've had an excellent start to playoffs. I don't think it could have gone any better. And, you know, with all that momentum on our side uh, and the points that we have, I think we'll be just doing just fine. And the, the playoffs the playoffs are, are something special. I've never really experienced anything like this. So all hands on deck for that. And, uh, you know, I, I would love to race in, in the Monster Energy Cup Series one day, right? That's been my goal ever since I was a little kid. I want to be a champion. But it's, it's a long road to get there. It's been 13 years for me. Um, so it just depends. You know, I know Safe Flight is an ex- excellent sponsor, so whatever they want to do, I'm, I'm with them. Ben Rhodes, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Las Vegas, joining Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios, of course advancing in the next round of NASCAR Truck Series Championship. With this win in Las Vegas, you're 20 years old. You need to be 21 to roll into a casino to drink and gamble. What the hell do you do to celebrate 
this extravagant extravagant win for you. Well, I said I asked if there was a Chuck E. Cheese open, and uh, I don't think there's a Chuck E. Cheese open that late at night, <laughs> <laughs> or probably in Las Vegas for that matter. Um, but so the funny story is, I go back to the hotel, and my mom, my dad, uh, some family members, uh, people from our race team are, are down in the lobby, and they're actually at the like in the bar area. They're not at the bar, but they're in the area. And uh, you know, I get done, I come back downstairs, come see them. I sit down at the table, and they go, "Sir." Are you 21? I go, you know. <laughs> they, uh, they kicked me out of the bar. I wasn't even able to talk to my family or anybody. So uh, no celebration really from my end other than a huge order of room service and a great night's sleep. <laughs> I, slept better. I slept better than I have in a long time uh, with this, this series that we've had. It's been such a roller coaster with results this year. Our performances have been stout throughout the season. But the results have not been there, and and not not really anything from our doing. Just you know, bad things have been happening, and um, with a win like this, guaranteeing you to the next round, I slept really, really good. Hey Ben Rhodes, <laughs> either you or your dad probably should have grabbed that bastard by the collar and said, "Look here, you son of a." I just won this Las Vegas truck race. We went four wide. I held Christopher Bale off. I I could be fifteen. I'm gonna drink my ass off. <laughs> Maybe something like that. Yeah. Mom, mom was kind of like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to meet your mom. Yay. <laughs> hey, but if, Ben Rhodes, if you look at some of the names that you've been associated with, whether it was Marcus Ambrose, Turner Scott Motorsports, uh, Junior Motorsports, you've got a cool lineage there of, of older drivers and older teams that mean something in NASCAR. What have you been able to pull from these teams that you've raced with, whether it's Xfinity, uh, K&N, or the NASCAR Truck Series? Well, you know, I, I do certainly have the history of, of going from, from team to team, just trying to find the best opportunity throughout my career. And uh, But through that, through all those transitions, man, I've had such a great time learning from all these people. And it, it's not like we ever left any of these teams on bad terms. It was all on good terms. I was usually one of the last drivers to moved through the ranks or we moved up to a different series or, um, you know, whatever it may have been. I mean, it was all good stuff. Every single one of the teams that I was with taught me something, and I still have great contact with all those people today. I have actually got like 100-something text messages after the race last night. and hmm. A lot of them were for people that I raced with all the way back to late model days, go-karting days, early points in my career, and, and people that I used to be teammates with. You know, that's, that's cool to see, and all of those people have had some – some points in my career have taught me something or, or you know, helped me along this path. Um, so it, it's been pretty neat to see all that overwhelming support. Um, because like you said, I've been, I've been around the blocker time or two, even though I'm only 20. <laughs> you know, we could politicize sports. I don't like to do that. But over the last week, I feel like there's been a lot of negativity towards sports in general. It doesn't matter if it's stick and ball or motorsports or air racing or whatever. But right there, what you said, that's the family that is sports and it doesn't matter like you said you're you're past with anybody when you do something good everybody comes to support you when you're in need of help they typically come to support you too the family in sports and especially the family in racing is what really matters that's pretty cool that i mean it was on display for you last night after the win <laughs> well you know what's what's really neat is like i'm from i'm from louisville kentucky born and raised here still live here and the overwhelming support I have from my city, uh, all my family members, uh, actually just being in the airport this morning, flying back from Vegas. I mean, several people that were on my flight, uh, I shouldn't say several, there was quite a few people on my flight that are flying back home and uh, from my hometown. 
and you know they were all congratulating me yada 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 it was just really cool to see that that you know my my hometown is kind of behind this and mm. it's um it's neat to see that because you don't in the rough times you may not hear it but in the high times you know everybody comes out they 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 support it it's a time for everybody to kind of come together and it's neat that sports can do that and and it's it's something that we have i think rare there's not a whole lot of things that can do that and i think sports is one of them and, and nascar is a good one to do it with freak nation his name is ben rhodes nascar truck series winner from las vegas moving on to the next round his very first big boy win uh, specifically with the trucks coming out of las vegas this past weekend now wait a minute is it true though you're treating everybody in louisville chuck e cheese this week <laughs> i don't know about that is, is that the rumor going yeah you I, guys I think gonna be here i just saw it on twitter Oh, is that on Twitter? Bam. I gotta check my Twitter. Man, that's that's news to me. Um, <laughs> we do have a couple of Chuck E. Cheeses here. I remember from when I was little. Um, so I got a wall of fame there for you know most amount of tickets won from a certain machine. I loved Chuck E. Cheese. Oh <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, my God. oh man, I want to be a kid again. All right, hey Ben Rhodes, congratulations, buddy. I got a feeling this won't be the last time we're talking to you. I don't give a damn if it's <laughs> Cup, Xfinity, or the Truck Series. But thanks for joining the Freaks, bud. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. That's awesome. You think about that though, Crasher. When you're at his age, he's talking about winning tickets. A certain game at Chuck E. Cheese, winning tickets where ski ball. It's got to be ski ball. Oh. <sighs> I love ski ball. <laughs> 20 years old, man. At 20 years old, hell, I've already lived three lifetimes. I was so worried about Chuck. I've never been into a Chuck E. Cheese's. Dude, it's just like any other arcade, but 10 times better. Statman, with your granddaughter, have you had it? The, the... <laughs> Why you throw me under the bus like that? No, Statman, you... granddaughter, just throw it right out there. Not with your daughter, granddaughter, because Chuck E. Cheese's weren't around when I was a kid. Now I'm sure I'm going to see him with my daughter. Have did you ever see? Have you been to Chuck E. Cheese's with your granddaughter? No, she for some reason she doesn't go to those things and doesn't buy into the Chuck E. Cheese's too much. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Because <laughs> I got a feeling it's just not throw me under the bus. Why don't you just leave me hanging out there? <laughs> you know, I might be having a, a text message conversation with a nice young lady. You know, and then you say Statman granddaughters. Like, yeah, okay, great. Just thought, just I'm done right there. Wait, right, that's true. And and actually, if you know, if guys our age, if we're hanging around Chuck E. Cheese for. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Law and Order episode right there. Isn't it, though? I just think, Crasher, with our daughter, when she gets that invite to Chuck E. Cheese, I'm wondering how how do you put a filter on her, Crasher? What do you mean? Why do you want to put a filter on her? You walk into – I just would – I would assume it is caloric – Gaming overload. Yes. Well, get back to the caloric part. The pizza's really good and probably not very healthy. (laughs) But who cares? The kids are running around that place, burning everything off that they ingest. And then, yeah, coming to the games. Hold on a second. Just hold on a second. Where were we last weekend? Yeah, that would be Monterey, California for the sports car races up at Laguna Seca. Mm -hmm. We were walking Cannery Road one night. And where Mm -hmm. did you walk in with Henley? A freaking arcade. What did you guys do? You played games that spit out a buttload of tickets. Correct. But we weren't we weren't ingesting pounds of dough. Granted, did we 
No, no, that wasn't. That was not the night that we had our ice cream. That was the night after. Right? Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Wait a minute, you guys. I'm I'm just stunned at the way you guys, the from beer to wine to used to eat the 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 roots and the and the berries, and now you're talking about ice cream and pizza. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, we did go through roots a healthy kick berries. there before we had Henley. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I'm amazed at you guys. This is Henley has changed the whole nother world for the both of you. Listen, that chick, her bowel movements are incredible. Oh, now we're going to talk about Henley's poops? What is this? What's awesome is she hasn't, for me, she hasn't had one messy poop. They've all been solid. So the, so wiping her has been fantastic. Oh, for, my goodness. It's the lack of wiping. Here? How did, What? Because because she eats very well overall. Well, yeah, overall she does. But damn it, every now and then those chicken McNuggets and fries come in <laughs> handy. I'm telling you, it's the greatest invention, man. As does the slide in the middle of those facilities. It does. It's the greatest invention for for parents on the go. I feel you. I was that stupid son of a gun, you know, harassing parents for getting their kids into McDonald's for that. Uh, uh, you look for those golden arches when that kid is lighting up. You're in the middle of freaking no. When the, when you're in the middle of nowhere, the golden arches to the rescue. <laughs> <laughs> Says the yes, we are still a healthy family. Yeah. That used to never have fast food, but that never has just been removed from the sentence. <laughs> Occasionally. <laughs> but I always say, they say, would you like extra fries or apples? I get apples with the chocolate nice. milk. Nice. I do. I roll, and she, man. she she uh steamrolled hijacked all of my blueberries at breakfast that day you know she was trying oh, to take them when did. i wasn't looking right <laughs> she did uncle stat i'm gonna take another one <laughs> that's right uh, yeah she likes her fruit thank goodness and her broccoli and her asparagus she's a good eater asparagus to spare she does, me yes oh. She likes the treetops. What else does she like? Uh, she loves uh, her corn. Clearly, she's my daughter. Indiana girl there. Ooh, baby. What else does she like? Oh, she loves peppers and hummus. Believe it or not. Uh, we can hang. That's a, I got some of that in my diet, too. Yeah. Coming up some. next, <laughs> Greg Anderson, it. NHRA Pro Stock winner, Speed Freaks Pits. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. 
The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800-692-0268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800 813 Good evening, my fellow citizens. Two race cars don't excite me too much, especially in a series based on spec formulas. But the New York... Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. Second hour of the Freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of this. Lucas Oil Studios. Last hour, Ben Rhodes, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Las Vegas, joined us. 20 years old of all, Ben Rhodes. The first time he's won in the Truck Series. And which brought me back to this. There's a little text line going back, back and forth between Crasher and Statman and myself. And I thought, think about this. Let's go back maybe 10 years ago or even further when we started Every Sunday night, we had the NASCAR truck winners. Mm-hmm. All right. Lucas, Always, never, yep. ever a failure. <laughs> Always yeah, had them. I, we, could, we could go through the litany of NASCAR truck winners that we've had here in the Freak Nation. But what brought back to, what my memory reverted back to was our trip to Bakersfield. <laughs> and Mesa <laughs> Marin, <laughs> oh Mesa Marin 
Speedway. Okay, hold on. Circa 2002, 2001? No, it was probably three or four. Oh, not, definitely not four. Yeah, okay, regardless. Do we need to zero in no, on the specific but year? It was a long uh, the, time the, ago. The, the, the How point. deep do you want to go into this story? Oh, <laughs> let's go deep. That's, that's why I'm bringing it up. The poopers? Let's go. That's the point. Okay. Is that we are taking winners with us to Mesa Marin Speedway, Bakersfield, of course, north of Los Angeles. And one of the, would you say, Statman, one of the founding tracks for the NASCAR Truck Series? Oh, yeah. I think it's where the first race was held. Yeah, that's definitely one of the founding tracks. And we took the MTV Road Rules (laughs) RV as our mode of transportation. And I want to say it was the MTV Road Rules Austin I don't remember. I just remember a bunch of pencils glued to the back of the kitchen wall, and <laughs> it was decorated really trick, but for some reason I can only remember those damn colored pencils. It was fantastic until we found out that um, the the crapper was a little <laughs> insufficient. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yes. Well, we also had a flat tire on the way up, but anyway, continue. And we found out that the, the generator was shot, and... It got pretty cold up there at Mesa Moran and Bakersfield. And it, yeah, okay, it, also didn't, it also didn't keep out the smell when the guy was uh, cleaning out the crappers across the parking lot in the racetrack. Crappers inside, not working. Crappers outside, complete stench. <laughs> but, but damn it, we had a good time, didn't we? Yes, without question. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Especially those of us that got to go back to the hotel and not have to worry about <laughs> stinky locale. Who ended up sleeping in there with me? Was it you, Stad, or did you go back to the hotel? No, I went back to the hotel. I snored too much to sleep with anybody. <laughs> it was you and Lugnuts stayed in the in the crapper MTV Road Rules RV at the track, and Statman and myself took the winners back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, but you go back to the, think about this. Go back to, let's see, let's go back to maybe 2003. Let, Crasher, let's say it's 2003. Okay. All right. Uh, how about names like Rick Crawford, Bobby Hamilton, Dennis Setzer, Ted Musgrave, Jason Leffler, Brendan Gaughan, John Wood, Carl Edwards, Travis Quapp. Oh, Carl Edwards is a truck driver then. Tony Stewart won in 2003. Jimmy Spencer won. How about that? Hey, this was so long ago. I can remember at California Speedway having a conversation with Carl Edwards about how difficult it was to get through turn two and the best way to drive through turn two with Carl Edwards, a guy who eventually challenged for the, for the championship. But I'm sitting there thinking, what am I doing? I'm telling this expert driver how to get through a turn at California speedway. (laughs) Oh, freak nation. It's incredible. The, the, the stories that we could tell, damn it, man. Mesa Marin Speedway in Bakersfield. Wow. Driving the Road Rules RV, Road Rules Austin RV with a stopped up crapper and the side of the camper wouldn't open up because the it was incredible. A damn good time. Flat tire on the way there. 
amazing. We're going to reset with the new affiliates coming up now. Speed Freaks, we promise to suck less. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The Freaks. All right, real, real quick, Crasher, can I bring this up? The idea of the NASCAR Truck Series goes back to 1991. Man, there may be some names in here. Oh, yeah. A group of score off-road racers, Dick Landfield, Jimmy Smith, Jim Venable, and Frank Scoop Vessels had concerns about desert racing's future and decided to create a pavement truck racing series. And they visited NASCAR Western Operations Vice President Ken Clapp to promote the idea, who consulted with Bill France, Jr., don't forget Walker Evans. He was one of the guys that helped design the trucks. Wow. Bakersfield fabricator Gary Collins built a prototype truck, which was the first shown off during Speed Weeks for the 1994 Daytona 500. Wow. Now, we have to be careful about what we say before the uh, network joined us. We were talking about some of the things that happened in Bakersfield. Yeah. Some of that stuff, the statute of limitations may not have run out on a couple <laughs> of the things. So we have to be careful what we what we admit to now. Basically, it's poop. Poop stinks. Uh-huh. Stinks even worse at a racetrack. Yep. I'd like to welcome in our new affiliates, well, for the second hour. Thank you guys for being a part of Speed Freaks. Crash, how about some pit news and notes? Brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. Hit it. All right. NASCAR raced, of course, at Dover, the Cup and Xfinity Series. That is Kyle Busch taking the win today over Chase Elliott. And out of the playoffs as a result of today's race, out Ryan Newman, Austin Dillon, Casey Kane, and Kurt Busch. Ryan Blaney, the Xfinity winner. Truck Series raced in Las Vegas. Last night, Ben Rhodes with his first ever win in the series. If you missed that interview, check it out on speedfreaks.tv by tomorrow. NHRA raced in St. Louis. Steve Torrance, Ron Capps, Greg Anderson, and GT Tonglet, your winners there. We will talk to Greg Anderson momentarily in this hour of the show. Formula One in Malaysia. Max Verstappen taking the win there. And finally, we talked about this in detail in the first hour. There was a race, an F4 race, that finished with no winners. Nobody left racing on the track. you got to look this up. Check it out at racer.com. Unbelievable. No pit stops in this feeder series. So the refueling of the cars before the first of two races didn't go so well. Nobody won the race. Insane. Greg Anderson next. Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Motorsports Radio, redefined. No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. What's up? It's Kenny Sargent. For my motorsports fix, bam, I turn it on MAV-TV. MAV-TV, a network loaded with car and motor 
motorcycle shows, motorsports events, and exclusive automotive reality shows like Full Custom, Wrench Wars. What about drag boats? They got them. Off-road, sprint cars, pro pulling league, motocross. They're all on MAV-TV. It's the answer for those jonesing looking for some automotive action. Don't get MAV-TV? Call your local provider and get it. Check them out at MAVTV.com on Twitter and Facebook. MAV-TV is motorsports. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut, it's long-lasting, it eliminates odors, and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello? Look, unlike old, dusty, heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you, and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor-eliminating, and just 15 bucks a month. Catspotlitter.com. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive, unlimited, 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Speed Freaks from Lucas Oil Studios. Statman Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. The website, speedfreaks.tv. We're there for you on Twitter and Facebook. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com to find the righteous lube for your righteous ride. I don't give a damn if you're... Hauling ass in a GTO, if you got you one of those big-ass bass boats, Lucas Oil has the right oil for your ride. About time we got this happy bastard back in the Freak Nation, Greg Anderson, <laughs> NHRA Pro Stock winner, joining Speed Freaks. And I, we're bringing this up prior to you, us recording this interview. All these young dudes are rolling in here, kicking you old, all you old guys' asses. Does that sting, buddy? Do you think? What do you think? <laughs> yes, Heck it's things. Yeah, it it's ridiculous. I mean, what's an old guy supposed to do? Where does this come from? Like, granted, it's good to get you back in the Freak Nation, but this is, you talk about turning it over to some young dudes, huh? <laughs> I'm telling you, they're putting me out to pasture. Jeez. Wow. You know, that damn Tanner Gray, I, he's a good friend of mine. The family's a good friend of mine. I changed that kid's diapers, for God's sakes. I mean, come on. And he's out here whipping me up and down a racetrack. But he made a mistake today. He made a, a small rookie mistake, and I, I certainly do the same damn thing. So I'm not saying he did anything wrong, but 
he made a mistake first round, and, and uh, we were able to have a big day and capitalize and, and put some points between us. But it's going to be a heck of a battle, no question about that. we got a heck of a countdown going on, and there's uh, there's five or six cars that, that you couldn't handicap them, you couldn't pick the favorite, have no earthly idea who's going to win this deal. I told the guys tonight, you're liable to have six different winners in the six countdown races. So it's going to come down to who can average the best finish is what it comes down to. And I've had a couple of runner-ups and a win, and I guess the last three or four races in a row I've been runner-up when I was absolutely starting to believe I couldn't win again. So I was pretty much shocked when that win might come on in the final round today. I was just about ready to accept another runner-up. Are <laughs> you Anderson, I guess, was going to be my new nickname. And, and, and somehow the win light came on, and I won. How about that? Okay, so many things from that answer there. We're not going to leave this interview with, without asking you again about changing diapers. But hold on. You, you made a comment at the latter part of that answer about thinking that you might not win again. That happens. That's a reality, and that's really tough to mentally get out of in that certain phase of your racing career. How'd you do it? It does. It's very difficult, and you almost resign yourself to the fact that it's never going to happen again. I've said many times that you never know in this game when your last win is going to be your last win. And it's been since, I guess, English Town, which is back in whatever May, sometime back early in the year when I was able to win. It's been a whole lot of races in between and a whole lot of time and a whole lot of failure and a whole lot of losing to the young cats out there. So you definitely start to think. And then the more you start to think, the more your mind gets in the way. And we all know that any motorsport, any real professional sport period, the mind is more important than any damn thing. So, you know, the older you get, it's hard to maintain. It's hard to control that mind. And the more bad things that happen, the more bad thoughts get in your mind. It's hard to find your way out of it. So today was a huge day for me. Greg Anderson, are you a superstitious guy? Because with today's win, that's win number 89. Are you looking at the milestone like 90 or 95 or 100 at all? Or is that I, bad luck to you? I can't I, I, because it's so hard to win. It. <laughs> and, and, and I get stalled out. At, I got stalled out at 50. I got stalled out at 74. I couldn't get 75. And I got to 80 and I get stalled out. It's like it's just harder to win every day and and it's uh, whatever I am, 89 or whatever now. So I'm, I'm uh, eight races behind Warren Johnson of catching him, and I'm 11 behind 100, which is a great milestone. But you can't think that far down the road. It's just too tough anymore to think you're going to win that many races. And I'm going to keep digging. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to do that. But no, I'm not going to focus on it. I'm going to focus on the next win. And that's, I think, what you've got to do because <laughs> you start looking down the road in this game, and you'll never get another one. Greg Anderson, Dallas is the next race, and you just mentioned how tight the pro stock class is. And it's always been, in my opinion, the tightest class of all four NHRA pro classes. Here you go. Possibly a different winner in every single countdown race. What, Besides going rounds, mentally, what can you do to keep yourself on top of the points as you are now if there's not another win in your future? Well, I think what's gonna what it's gonna come down to is you're gonna have to find a way to not put too much pressure on yourself. The more you think about it, the more you worry about it, the more you think, man, I can't screw this up. I can't. I can't make a mistake. The more things are gonna go wrong. So it's a mind game, like anything else. I know I've got a great race car. I know I've got a great race team. So then it comes down to the driver. Can he get the job done? And if you start dwelling on that, start thinking about that. 
man, I got to do a great job here. I got to cut a great light or I can't screw up. I can't red light. You are going to go downhill in a hurry. So that's going to be the key to this whole deal, keeping your mind strong and not putting too much emphasis on doing a perfect job. Just go out there, act like you're having fun. It's just another race. There's nothing on the line but, but good times and fun. And, and I think if you can do that, if you can find a way to do that, you'll come out on top. But that is hard to do. Good times and fun. Yeah, that's part of it. But who do you least want to see on the line against you in the finals in any round? I don't want to see anybody over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they can all whip my ass. So I don't want to see anybody in other lane. But that's not going to happen. That's not reality. There's so many cars out there that can beat me. My own car, like Jason Line tonight, should have probably beat me in the final round. He had, he had a little bit faster car. The round before that, I forget who I raced. That guy probably should have beat me. So any, you can lose to anybody. There's 10 cars in this countdown. There's 10 cars that can win races without a doubt. There's more in the field yet that can sneak a race win. So anybody in the other lane, any given time, any given run, can win the round, can beat you. So it, it's just you, you fear all of them. I'm scared to death every time I go down the racetrack, and that's why I refuse. When I'm going down that racetrack and pulling gears, I refuse to look over in that other lane because I'm scared to death to see that I'm behind. I'm going to lose the race. I don't want to know until I get to that finish line. Either the light comes on or it doesn't. And I just don't want to. I don't want to break my heart early. Four-time NHRA Pro Stock Champion Greg Anderson is in the Speed Freaks pits. He won in St. Louis today, 12 inches, about three thousandths of a second against his teammate Jason Line. Greg, are you at a point where you know that you won even something as short as 12 inches at the finish line? You kind of can, but, but you know, it's like I just said, I, I refuse to look over. I don't want to <laughs> see the other car over there. If you did look over and you could tell you were 12 inches ahead or whatever, the cars are so close to each other. They don't move that much different through high gear, and they don't you know, make up a lot of distance on each other. So if you're ahead, once you look over down in high gear, you're probably going to win. But I just refuse to do it. But, yeah, I guess I've been doing it long enough. You can gauge where your car is at compared to the other guy, and you know if you got her done or not. But as I said, if I look over and I see that I'm six inches behind or 12 inches behind, I just want to take a knife and jab it through my heart. I don't want to see that early. Last year, the NHRA introduced fuel injection in the pro stock class. This year, we've had, what, nine different winners in the category, an indication that maybe this has worked. Greg, are you enjoying this changeover to fuel injection in your category? We are, you know, and it's not only fuel injection. It's like every year... The people that run this class, they, they, they get smarter, they try harder, they learn better ways of doing things, the competition level raises. And it's no different in NASCAR or IndyCar or any motorsports out there. The competition gets tougher every year because more and more teams figure out the right way to do it and the more professional way to do it. And they learn from each other. So every year gets tougher. And that's why at the end of the day, like a day like today, when you win, it feels so much better because it's harder to win every day going forward, every year going forward. It's harder to win in any motorsport. Well, before we let you go, we got to bring up diapers. How in the heck <laughs> did you get hooked up to babysit Tanner Gray back in the day? <laughs> well, you know, the, the last memory I have of him, he was a little kid, and somehow between six, seven years old and now he's 18, I, I, I guess I lost those years. We've been having a ball together. They're great friends of ours. The Grays are great friends of my family, and uh, I love them all dearly. And, and uh, you know, it, it's like when you have brothers 
when you have sisters, there's nobody you want to beat more than your brothers, your friends, your family. That's the ones you enjoy racing the most. And I never thought it would come to this where I'd be racing against Tanner Gray. I figured I'd be racing against his old man. And his old man's kind of stepped aside and let his son take the, the reins here, and he's enjoying the heck out of watching this deal. But, man, I just I don't know if I'm ready for that kid to put me out to pasture yet. And it certainly might happen. However. I'm going to go down fighting and kicking. On the other end of it, isn't it good to know that Tanner Gray is one of the guys to take the sport into the future? It is, and that's what we need. We, we all know that. We need young blood to come into the sport to take it over. We all want, you know, and my son's a great friend of Tanner's. They're the same age. They've been buddies growing up all these years. My son started to take an interest in this. So but that's what we need. We need the young folk to come in take it over for us, you know, because there, there's too many – People like me, old fogies, doing it right now. And it is the great thing about drag racing. You can't do it into your upper ears, but we got to have the next generation come in and take it over. And it seems like that is happening. So we're happier than hell to see that. And Greg, you can't overlook the crowd at St. Louis. It's incredible how hungry those fans are for motorsports in that region. Dude, I'm telling you, this weekend and last weekend in Reading, Pennsylvania, the crowds are sellout crowds. They're jam-packed. They're, they're, they're just they're, they're foaming at the mouth. They're loving this stuff. It's great. It's a great time to be a drag racer. And, and I know other motorsports are doing well, but I think drag racing, for some reason right now, is special, and the people are just loving it. So when you see that, when you look up in the grandstand and you see their pack like that, it it just it makes you excited as a driver, and it's just it's so exciting to go out there in front of packed grandstands like that and, and go down the racetrack. So I'm loving it right now. It's as good as it's ever been. Greg Anderson, four-time NHRA Pro Stock champion, Lucas Oil Studios, your winner from St. Louis. And I don't know whether it's the, is the press release says you're now at the top of the points, but NHRA.com says you're sitting at number two. Where the hell are you? Three points. I got a lead by three points. Sweet. Got it. And, you know, I, I know that means nothing, but <laughs> if I go back 12 months ago, I lost the championship to my partner, Jason Line, by three lousy points. So one point is as good as a mile in my book. So right now I'm bleeding, and if they call the season off tomorrow, I'd be just fine with that. And uh, we'll take that three-point victory. But it's going to be a dogfight, and that's right. why every single qualifying run we make down the racetrack to give these bonus points now, you better try and get everyone you can because you never know. This whole deal could be decided by one or two points. Bam. Greg Anderson, it's always good to get you in the Freak Nation, buddy. Thanks for doing it, man. Thanks for having me, guys. I'll see if I can do a better job of earning my way on in the future. <laughs> Just, yeah, don't let don't let Diaper Boy get you. <laughs> I know. I'm not ready for that. See you, buddy. Hey, guys. Speaking of Diaper Boy, it has something to do with today's NASCAR Cup race when I say, don't hate the player, man. Hate the game. That's next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Good evening, my fellow citizens. Two race cars don't excite me too much, especially in a series based on spec formulas. But the new IndyCar revealed for testing last week at Sebring is actually essentially exciting. The 2018 Aero Kit has minimized the bat wing bric-a-brac hung on the cars after the Dan Weldon crash that was in Las Vegas six years ago this month. Four drivers tested the new design at Sebring, including new champion Joseph Newgarden. Four-time champion Scott Dixon was also there. Most said the car would take some learning to drive 
drive next season. There's less downforce in the new aero kit, so drivers will need to reach into their toolbox a little deeper. Racecraft will be more important, and that means the ability to pass will separate the good drivers from the bad. Less downforce will also put more importance on engineers and race setups. Again, that'll separate the good from the bad. Plus, the car's just beautiful. That alone is a giant step forward for IndyCar. Peace. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Anchor.fm is a great new platform that has some of the coolest audio on the planet. You'll find Rick Tittle's Comedy Spotlight and his interviews with all of today's biggest comedians, plus the best in politics, music, and more. Anchor has it all. And if you want to get in on the action, you can start your own station and be the DJ you've always dreamed of. If you're looking to launch a podcast, Anchor is the easiest way to begin. And with so many ways to interact with your listeners, you'll be destined for greatness. So check out the Comedy Spotlight and more at Anchor.fm. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Book Club Radio. Today we're chatting with Mike Papantonio, leading trial lawyer and prolific author. His latest novel, Law and Vengeance, is a nonstop, action-packed legal thriller. We spoke with him about the book and the real-life issues that inform and inspire his writing. I think the fiction is easier because the stories kind of tell themselves uh, because of what I do. Now, it may, if, if, if I didn't do what I did for a living and I said, well, let me imagine what happens with a whistleblower. Let me imagine what happens when a pharmaceutical company uh, kills people with a dangerous pharmaceutical. Let me imagine what happens when a, uh, when a, a mega corporation pollutes an entire waterway for 300,000 people. Let me imagine that. It's tough to imagine. But it's very easy to write when you're actually in the middle of that and you're experiencing what's happening firsthand. When you write a fiction book and it, there's, it's based on reality, it just seems to very often write itself. On the heels of the critically acclaimed legal thriller Law and Disorder comes Law and Vengeance, the latest novel from famed trial attorney Mike Papantonio. Law and Vengeance follows the law firm of Bergman Decatomas, who is now in the crosshairs of a weapons manufacturer. But this is not a law firm that plays by all the rules. Based on a real case, Law and Vengeance, the riveting new legal thriller by Mike Papantonio, is available wherever books are sold. It's a 12-man thrashing of the Colts. First half, Colts held their own, and then Seattle unleashed the dogs. Seattle up 38-21. to 
18, 19, was it? 18. 39 to 18. Wow. Yeah. Yards in the second half. Indianapolis, 21. Seattle, over 260. Wait, what? Wow. Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, real quick, Crasher, before we get to the Ryan Newman, Jeff Gordon spat. Four cars eliminated today in the NASCAR Cup Series. Ryan Newman, Austin Dillon, Casey Kane, uh, Kurt Busch. None of those were really title contenders. But go back and think about the Daytona 500. Kurt Busch goes out and wins that damn thing. And there's such thing as a Daytona 500 curse. Right. He suffered the curse. I I think he went from an average finish of last year around 12, 12 and a half to maybe 16 or 17 this year and was never really in contention. Well, that's the weird thing, though. He was in contention because he had a lot of momentum and great finishes right the, the, the month leading up to the playoffs, NASCAR's playoffs. So... Yeah, people thought, okay, he's hitting his stride right at the right time. But nope. Once those playoffs started, bye-bye. Now back, I mentioned, back, 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 back. And Chris Berman said. <laughs> mentioned this in, going into the break. I said, don't hate the player, hate the game. In other words, I'm saying don't hate Ryan Newman. Just hate the game that you got to play. If you're Ryan Newman, you got to do your damnedest to stay on the lead lap to hopefully get that position to advance. Ended up, didn't get it. But lo and behold, Jeff Gordon Crasher had a few things to say to Ryan Newman. Well, let me just go back, though, before we get into their little tussle in pit lane. What good? Granted, you're not not racing for anybody else out there but yourself. I get that. It needs to be a selfish sport in that respect. But what good does it do, Ryan Newman, to try to stay on the lead lap when the leaders are coming and... Everybody that has a brain cell knows that traffic holds the leaders up and therefore holds up the competition between the two of them or com- drastically changes that competition. Why did Ryan Newman, why did, why did he need to fight for his, his battle on the lead lap? Why? Why do you want to start giving up positions when you've got to do your he best? He wasn't going to give up a position. He was just going to go a lap down. Big deal. The position would stay the same. I don't know. It's it's freaking racing. <laughs> I know. It's just a weird thing to think about, but that is sort of kind of what Jeff Gordon was thinking in pit lane right after the race. Ryan Newman gets out of the car, does an interview or two or three and gets his little Gatorade in his hand and walks towards somebody. I don't know, but he hears Jeff Gordon in the background who says, hey, thanks for the help. And then Newman said, for what? And Gordon responded, what was happening with the leaders, man? Newman goes on to say, you don't think I was racing for my own position? Gordon says, I didn't say you weren't. Newman says, just watch what you say, man. (laughs) (laughs) Gordon responded, I said, thanks for the help. Newman responded, you said it as a smart ass. (laughs) Gordon (laughs) says, no, I didn't. You took it that way. Which, yes, of course, Ryan Newman is kind of sort of known to have a little bit bit of a short fuse. Now, Statman, Jeff Gordon, as we know, is still very well (laughs) invested into Hendrick Motorsports and has a thing or two to... uh, you know, dive into when it comes to the 24 and, and the Hendrick car. So, yeah, he was being a little bit of a smart ass. Yeah, but you got to know that you can't jump in somebody's face after they've just been knocked out <laughs> of the playoffs. You know, I mean, you can't. Uh, what's he thinking about? You can't do that. Well, it's Jeff Gordon. Yes, he can, right? 
No, I mean, it, you know, it, it's some. He jumps in the wrong guy's face, and he's going to wake up with a crowd standing over him. He can't. You can't just say, "Hey, what what are you going to do?" And the guy's just lost how many millions of dollars, uh, maybe for next season. And you 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 can't. You can't. You can't. Well, according to writer John Haverlin, the two later made up in the garage. Uh, so it's just another moment that can be chalked up to the emotion of elimination style playoffs. <gasps> dun, whoa. Thank you, dun, NASCAR, dun, dun, for doing that. Yeah. Thank you for the playoffs. I'm and so I excited. saw that video. And again, Ryan Newman is a big dude. Oh, he's, he's got. Yeah, yeah, he's huge. He's got the back of like a silverback. It just. <laughs> what? <laughs> he's just yeah, a he big kn- dude. <clears throat> He knows short tracks, too. He used to race sprint cars and on dirt like Jeff Gordon did. So you can't just jump in somebody's face and not expect them to snap back. No, hell no. And, again, Ryan Newman's one of those guys that's never been one to take a lot of gruff. I mean, he he and Tony Stewart, I mean, Kevin Harvick would get after it. Even though the cameras that caught this were not focused enough or the audio wasn't good enough to really – capture something going on you you still have to watch it a few times to actually hear it do you think if this was the official tv cameras that well no let, let me back up a little bit do you think that if no cameras were there at all if this would have been a heck of a lot worse knowing that the cameras were there do you think they both softened up a little bit Statman. I think both of them, uh, they've raced against each other enough and they've, you know, probably shared a couple of brews enough that they would have stopped short, but they would have clinched some fists and they would have been nose to nose and, and hoping that somebody would break them up before they had to go any further. Just remember Texas Motor Speedway hmm, eight or nine years ago with the Oompa Loompas on the backstretch, Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon. Yep. Boop, boop, boop. Well, throwing punches. Ryan Newman is no Oompa Loompa, that but Statman true. was on point. Think about this: he wasn't. He just didn't lose a race. Ryan Newman. He's kicked out of the playoffs, whatever the hell they're calling it now. He's out of it. Done. So yeah, he's fired up. So the last thing you want to hear is some smartass welcome like, "Nice job, buddy. Thanks for." No, you don't want to hear that. <laughs> hell no. Statman, coming up next segment, we got not much motorsports. We'll also talk about maybe some of our favorites moving forward. It looks like my math is correct that all of the manufacturers have four drivers left, four Toyotas, four Fords, and four Chevys. Oh, isn't that interesting? Funny how that works. That is, isn't it? And I just don't think, Statman, you can count out your guy, Jimmy Johnson, just yet. No, of course not. I don't understand how Ricky Stenhouse made it in. He was fighting all the, the first three races, and suddenly he's like, Oops, there it is. I'm here. <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, that's still a little odd to me, but okay. All right. So, again, you've got four Fords, four Chevys, four Toyotas. Who you got now, Freak Nation? Still got Truex? You got Kyle Busch now? Got not much motorsports in our picks moving forward. Coming up, Speed Freaks Pits, Lucas Hall Studios. And the sunlight hurts my eyes. And something without warning love. Freaks, motorsports radio, redefined. 
Introducing Lucas Oil Racing TV, your exclusive unlimited 24-7 motorsports app. Now you can watch all your favorite motorsports anytime, anywhere. Get the finest in grassroots racing, national events, live coverage, behind-the-scenes action, and interviews you won't see anywhere else. There's also automotive how-to shows and some of motorsports' biggest names like Dave Despain, hosting the legends and current superstars of racing. For more information, visit lucasoilracing.tv. Lucas Oil Racing TV. Grab it and hold on tight. The Extreme Contact Sport is Continental Tire's newest ultra-high-performance summer tire. Tested to the limits by championship-winning race car drivers, the Extreme Contact Sport satisfies the most demanding driver. This dynamic street tire was built for car enthusiasts and engineered for extreme grip in dry and wet conditions. Whether it's a Sunday drive on the open road or you need to get to and from work, this tire is for what you do. For more information, visit ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, proud partner with the Freaks. Looking for more performance out of your car or truck? Looking to do it without breaking the bank? Then look no further than Lucas Octane Booster. Just one little bottle can increase the boost from your turbocharger while promoting a clean fuel burn for lower emissions. Lucas Octane Booster is a genuine engine performance enhancer that is safe for turbos, oxygen sensors, and catalytic converters. It stops the knocks while raising MPG and high compression engines. Not bad from one little red bottle. Hey, cat owners, stop killing the earth. Yeah, you heard me right. You've done angelic work by rescuing cats from death row. Now do your part to save the planet. Dump your old clay litter, part of 8 billion pounds of waste clogging up landfills yearly, and go to catspotlitter.com. Order the all-natural, all-organic cat spot litter. It's made of 100% coconut. It's long-lasting. It eliminates odors and only weighs 5 pounds. Oh, and delivered to your door for just $15 a month with free delivery. Hello. Look, unlike old dusty heavy clay litter that we're so used to, Cat Spot Litter's work is not over when the litter box needs to be changed. When your Cat Spot Litter has run its course, you dump it in your garden, your lawn, compost it. It contains natural nutrients and absorbs water. You've saved a cat's life. Now go save the planet at catspotlitter.com. Your cat will thank you and the planet thanks you. Organic, odor eliminating and just 15 bucks a month. catspotlitter.com. Are you tired of all the hassles that come with just shining your tires? Introducing the No Mess Tire Dressing Applicator. No mess on the rim, no harmful chemicals on your hands. Simply spray your favorite dressing on the specially formulated foam and apply with precision. Then store it away in its own unique case for quick and easy cleanup. Get four No Mess Applicators now for only $9.99 at buynomess.com. You're listening to Speed Freak. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This segment brought to you by our friends at Lucas Oil. You log on to lucasoil.com to find the right lube for your RV your motorboat, or your motorcycle. You go to Lucas Oil. That's lucasoil.com. Somebody woke up the Seattle Seahawks again, 46 to 18 with over two minutes left for Thursday night football. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wow. Holy smokes. Russell Wilson decided to come alive and do some damage tonight. Funny how this game started with a safety right 
Hey, Freak Nation, you heard us talk about this last segment. You've got four Fords, you've got four Chevys, and four Toyotas. And you look around many of the, 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 uh, the not the pundits, but those who cover the sport, and I'm not hearing any of the same resonance that I've heard for the years past in picking Jimmy Johnson to stay alive. I'm not seeing any of that conversation. He's only 42 points out. Yeah. in fifth. And He's kind of biding his time right now. He doesn't need to put it on full kill yet. He's fifth. He's going to make it to the round of eight. Don't you, don't you count Jimmy Johnson out when he's literally out, Statman? My name is Luca, and I live on he's, the second floor. Well, there you go. <laughs> he's just like Scott Dixon. You mm-hmm. can't count him out until he Jimmy can't Charlie. win. Yeah, if, if he gets to – if Jimmy Johnson gets to Homestead, the stories are going to be all about him because it would be his eighth championship, and he would become the winningest driver in the sports history. So they got some time to for that drum to get tuned up, but, uh, but he's got to get to Homestead first. Of the bottom six, who are the first four out of this next cut? McMurray, oh, Kenseth, wow. Elliott, Blaney, Stenhouse, Hamlin. McMurray, Blaney, Stenhouse, and Hamlin. Ooh, Hamlin too? Really? Yeah, I'm not a Hamlin had a championship given to him and he blew it. I'm not a big supporter of Hamlin getting uh getting cha- I don't know if he's a championship driver. Okay. That probably that probably guarantees him winning the title this year, but <laughs> <laughs> after after I saw what happened that one year when he was sitting on the truck crying in Phoenix, it was like, nah, he's not a he's not a championship driver. So Matt Kenseth, teammate to Denny Hamlin, he currently sits 11th in points, just two away from today's cutoff. He's in that group of four that should things stay the same, he would be cut off at the next point. But you think Kenseth is going to move on? Why? Because Kenseth has the ability to take somebody out to have a chance to to win. I th- he's won a championship. He knows how to win championships, and uh, he will go after it with all he can, and he has the ability to get it done. You also have Chase Elliott then moving on. He's currently 10th, also in the kind of the same position as Matt Kenseth, should be cut at the next t- chance to do so. But did you see enough in him today, either Kenny or Stett, did you see enough in him today to say, "Uh uh-uh, that kid is going to win and secure himself in the next round? He's a a Hendrick driver, and as long as you're driving Hendrick machinery, you're going to go deep. Says Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s, huh? (laughs) No. That's That's another story. All right, so Truex, for a lot of folks, still remains the favorite, but Kyle Busch with that win today, uh, gained 10 points, 10, 10 playoff points uh, in the last couple of races on Martin Truex. Now, Alex, who's been running the board for us here in Phoenix. Alex, you got your cans on? Can you hear okay? You, what's wrong? They don't work, but I can hear you. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to bring some game show music. And that is a loud game show. Okay, so Just- a- Alex, you know, I could probably – okay, what I'm going to ask you, I know you're not a big motorsports head, all right? 
But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I want you to help us pick uh, maybe the four who aren't going to move on. Okay? Just go with me here. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> they have the playoffs in the NASCAR Cup Series. Okay? i just going to read some names to you, last names, and you just tell me the four names that you don't think are going to move on. All right, Alex? Those headphones really don't work in there? Correct. All right, here we go. All right, so I'm going to give you these names. You ready? Truex, Bush, Larson, Kozlowski, Johnson. Are, are all, all those going to move on? Objection. Yes. The question was leading. <laughs> What's that? What do you mean? Are all those going to move on? And you shake your head? <laughs> yeah, I know the names. I know Kyle Larson. Right. Ooh. Jimmy Johnson. Got it. Uh... Falange Kalowski. <laughs> Martin Truix. I know the names. Okay. Yes, they're all going to move on. Okay. That's how he didn't say Kyle Bush. Interesting. I totally meant to not say Kyle Bush. <laughs> oh, ah, he just, just gained a fan by Statman <laughs> right there. My man, my man, my man. <laughs> all right, so. <laughs> uh, you didn't hear this last week, but how do you. Uh, I gave Jamie McMurray a nickname a week or two ago. Again, stop it with the leading. Just, just call him the, the cockroach because oh, dude just can survive world wars. Uh, you think Jamie McMurray is going to move on? I don't. Why? <laughs> because I've killed about a hundred cockroaches this summer, and he'll be one on one. I like this guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, of these three Ford drivers, who is not going to move on? Harvick, Stenhouse, or Blaney? Stenhouse. Okay. Dude. Do you know who Ricky Stenhouse's girlfriend is? No. Danica Patrick. (laughs) The yoga master. (laughs) Is this about like you quizzing me on D-League basketball players? Is that, is no, this, is I mean the, I watch Sports Center, so right. I know a little bit. I know name name recognition. Most of it's when I'm sleeping and it's replaying over and over again, so it's it. unconscious learning. Now, do, right. do you think Richard Petty will be eliminated? Richard Petty hasn't raced in probably 30 years. Good job, dude. <laughs> nice. And I meant but, subconsciously, not unconsciously, by the way. And you know his name because I don't know. He was in the news the last week, though, for saying that anyone who does not stand up for our national anthem should be deported. Did he yeah. say they should just be deported, yeah. get out of this country? Oh, so he's a winner. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right. Okay. Last, last year's question. Do you think John Force will move on? I feel like... <laughs> I feel like this is a trick question. Just answer it. No. Good, because John Force is drag racer. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it was different. I knew it. Oh, you did man. awesome, though, Alex. Good Thank job, you. Alex. I, I, you know, but, it's it's every now and then you just, what's it, squirrel gets his nuts or something like that? What's the day? <laughs> what is it? Squirrel finds his nuts or something like that? Nut, yeah. Oh, man. Squirrel.
squirrel gets his nuts. Not much motorsport. Not much motorsport. Helio or Helio. Not, not, not. Well, not only that. Much, much, much. Thank you, I love you. And headlining the party. Douchebags. Not much motorsport. Freaks. Not much motorsports. Yep, it's not much motorsports. Brought to you by our good friends at Cat Spot Litter. CatSpotLitter.com, 100% organic cat litter. When you're done with it, after a couple of weeks, you dump it in your lawn, your potted plants. 100% organic made of coconuts. Delivers to your door monthly. 15 bucks a month. Do not dump it in your snappy little pile over there that is part of 8 billion pounds of clay litter. Go to catspotlitter.com. Uh, Crasher, I'm going to lead with this one. According to a report out there, you can identify psychopaths based on their musical preferences. Okay? Oh, jeez. Yep. So, yeah, exa- yeah, Stat and I are on the same page here. So, oh, let's boy. see what Earth, Wind, and Fire does for Stat Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, NYU researchers studied a group of 200 participants asking the volunteers to listen to a total of 260 songs as part of the examination psychopath test. While the evaluation has been cited as exploratory and unpublished, the results from the mass evaluation were nonetheless surprising to a few scientists. Participants deemed the most likely to be psychopaths, a classification given to those who scored the highest on their special psychopath screening test, were those who preferred to listen to Eminem's Lose Yourself (gasps) and Black Street's No Diggity. Wait, say that again. Because I listen to those all the time. Yeah. So what that means, I'm going to be on Law and Order next week? Yeah. A classification given to those who scored the highest on their special psychopath screening test is where the participants deemed to be most likely to be psychopaths. Uh, where those who preferred listening to Eminem's Lose Yourself and Blackstreet's No Diggity. Lose, Wh- my, lose Yourself is one of my favorite songs, so right. guess I'm a psycho. Well, I don't think we needed to tell the audience. Whereas, <laughs> whereas those least likely to earn psychopath status were those who scored the lowest on the psychopath test by gravitating towards tracks like The Knacks, My Serona, <laughs> or, or oh, Sia's <laughs> Titanium. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. If you, if you listen to the right 260 songs... Anybody will become a psychopath. Well, <laughs> right. The team of researchers did also determine that psychopaths favor rap music over classical and jazz. Now, I don't know about this. <laughs> Crasher, what you got? All right, I'm going to bring it back to motorsports, sort of. This is cool. There's a man in Britain who is, well, he just past his 101-year-old birthday, and he still rides his motorcycle through his neighborhood streets every day. Jack Stairs is his name, and he's owned multiple bikes since he first began riding 97 years ago. He's renewed his motorcycle license 10 times since he turned 70 just to remain on the road. 
He said, I was seven years old, and my dad brought home a motorbike, which had been discarded, and I got it going, and I would ride it all over. I was the only boy in my grammar school who went on a motorcycle. It was quite a statement, and it still makes me chuckle now. He said about testing his cycling skills and renewing his license, he said, if the examiner says, you're not safe, my instinct would be, look, get stuffed and mind your own business. I'm going to carry on. (laughs) That's greatness. I know it's a 101-year-old man saying this, but I'm so considerate to other people and their opinions that I would take it on board and take it very seriously and think, well, should I be driving? But he overall says, I still get the same thrill from my scooter now as when I first started riding and when I had big, powerful bikes. Good for him. I like that dude, man. I do, too. And he's, he's a spitfire, too. Yeah. Well, Statman. His, his last name wouldn't happen to be Ward, would it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he's, Ward has been winning races and racing, racing bikes since he was probably four years old. Jeff Ward? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wow, that's a name we haven't brought up here in a while, but you're right. He's won in just about everything he's put his ass on, so yeah. Nice. Statman, you were just asking me recently what I think you should go as for Halloween. and I'll tell you one thing you shouldn't dress up as when you're strolling around Glendale, California. Don't dress up as a Coke bottle, okay? <laughs> but, wow. Because there is a restaurant in western Kentucky. They're offering a $5,000 reward for a man dressed as a Coke bottle who held up their franchise. As a, as a Coke bottle? Yeah. Yeah. Police say a man dressed in a Coca-Cola costume held up a Rally's restaurant at gunpoint yesterday morning. Yep. Officials say the suspect referred to as the <laughs> the soda jerk Got away with about 500 bucks and took off in a gray minivan. That means the franchise is offering 10 times the loss as a reward. I, yeah, I, who's the jerk here? Why are you giving? Why are you offering 5,000 dollar reward when all he took was 500? Yeah. Um, did he do damage? Did, property damage? I, no. Did he ride away on a motorcycle with the Coke bottle uniform costume on? <laughs> I don't know. Does he have gray hair and a gray mustache. Well, that rules me out because I don't have any hair at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this. How in the hell, if you look at this outfit, how in the hell do you actually get that big ass Coke bottle in the front seat to drive away? Not that I'm going to put a whole lot of thought into it. I'm sure he takes it off before driving. Why wouldn't you go as a like squirt? Why Coke? Oh, the things to ponder on a Sunday night yeah, after an NFL blowout here. and some pretty good racing this weekend. Oh, that's how we roll here in the Freak Nation, babe. Hey, Alex, how was the first night of the job with the Freaks, buddy? Splendid, thank you. Was it? All right, good. Splendid. Remember that Richard Petty will not be moving on with John Force, okay? As we typically do every Sunday night here in the Freak Nation, remember, shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Step. Speed Freaks.
Motorsports Radio, redefined.